Good evening and welcome to Gunner Chat. We are back from the dead once again to discuss Arsenal's home win against Watford, which happened on Saturday. Uh, Jamie and I were at the game. It was a great day. George didn't make it because he's rubbish. Uh, how are you feeling after that game, guys? Uh, very good. And um, thanks for that glowing reference. And I was just about to say happy birthday to you okay. for uh, yesterday, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw that. I got so. Oh no, we'll talk about it later. For context, um, Johnny hates being called John. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone I expected to respond to that did. <laughs> Very predictable. Um, anyway, let's talk about Arsenal. Um, yeah, the lineup. Let's start with that. Pretty much what we're expecting, apart from Thomas Partey was ruled out. Yeah, and he he's out of the. Um... The internationals as well now, isn't he? No, uh, no return date at the moment. It was a was it a bruised groin? <laughs> groin, <laughs> yeah, groin, tight, tight groin or something. What's he been up to? Eh? What have you been? He's been having a party, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll see myself out. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get some sound effects for like a door slamming when you when you're booted or something like that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so he's delayed going to Ghana, um, not travel with the team, groin, possi- a possible groin issue. So they don't know? <laughs> it, well, it, it, well, whatever it is, it doesn't want to be aggravated is what I'm reading right here. Um, yeah. But, you know, Partey out, uh, that was the only change really, wasn't it? Uh, Tierney didn't make it, well, he made the bench, but uh, Tavares... Still starting in that left back role. Yeah, I I think, I mean, there's there's a discussion to be had about Tierney and and Tavares, which I think we can come on to later. But I think um, for Tierney to jump straight in would have been surprising. I think just not yeah. not just because of how well um, Tavares has played, but also just you know we know he's relatively injury prone, unfortunately, and. Um, there was no need to rush him in. This is, yeah. this is Watford at home. That shouldn't be the difference with a you know a fairly full squad apart from that. It would have um, been an unnecessary risk, put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um make the Nars and the Conga uh didn't sound the best on paper, because that's probably our third and fourth best CDM uh options. Yeah. Um but yeah, apart from that, it's probably what you expected. Um, maybe Erdegaard gets a chance on another day, but form-wise, probably probably wasn't warranted. Um, so yeah, we're pleased with that. Uh, I was watching the game. J- Jamie was late, of course. He missed quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was... How much did you miss in the end? Nine minutes. I got in nine minutes into the match i mean i was hoping for more yeah because i missed about 20 25 yeah you missed a lot of that game but yeah yeah uh, thank you ibs you absolute bastard so oh is that why oh i thought it was more um issues getting in no it was it was actually also issues getting in because some idiot used my ticket it's it's more issues getting out isn't it (laughs) um yeah, so what you did miss was a disallowed goal very early on. Um, so it comes, let, let's let's go through the move. So there's a there's a great little dink. Well, actually, it's Mate the Niles wins the ball. Yeah. Um, does a lovely little dink for Lacazette. Nice touch, crosses it, Foster gets a touch. Aubameyang has a an absolutely murderous touch. <laughs> Travelled about three metres away from him. It's so heavy. <laughs> And Saka's there to pop the the rebound in, which obviously, uh, well, actually it's deflected, but it was ended up being ruled off, ruled out for offside. Um, what do you make of that? I hate that offside rule. Like, uh, so if the player is behind the goalkeeper, then that player doesn't count. Mm. So therefore, if the player then handballs it, does that mean it's not a penalty because the player doesn't ex- exist? Yeah, I see. It's it such that a point. stupid yeah. rule. It is I, such I, a I stupid rule. I wasn't even aware of the rule um, until the commentators were talking about it. A lot of people like, weren't. Yeah, I was like, what? What do you mean disallowed? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And Well, I think if it's, if it's apparently if it's two players behind the keeper, it's all right. 
yeah it's um, fine if it's two it's only if it's one it's such a stupid rule that, that it barely gets you like it's, it's, it's it made up on the spot yeah i think it's basically it doesn't matter who the player is it's if you're if there is basically no one behind the last man mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense yeah yeah it's just it is a very very broken i think it, i think it's only been used like five times in the history of the premier league like it's it's never happens it's such a stupid rule i but, bet at least two or three of the other times were us as well probably but we were also robbed of a beautiful celebration of um i know uh, yeah. That, that was, yeah the commentary was um they, they came back to that point like oh they can have to think of another one if they score again <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean you know offside or, or whatever the situation is with that um, the touch is is pretty atrocious, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean we'll we, we'll touch on it. Um, obviously, as we go go across the game, but Albert didn't have a good one. No, the the, the work rate was there, but the actual execution wasn't. Yeah, essentially lost us two goals. Um, three, yeah, three. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that moved on. And then uh, following another fantastic pass from Maitland-Niles, although this one was <laughs> obviously not deliberate at all. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at it. If he'd, if he'd meant that, that would be one of the best passes of all time, I reckon. <laughs> I, I reckon he did. You know, he's the coolest guy. Like when he steps up for a penalty, he's cool as shit. Look at the, look at the spin. It's incredible. <laughs> but... The, um, the the amount of time it took for um for obviously I don't think we've got to that point yet but you know out of nowhere Lacazette is clotheslined. Yeah, I mean that was quite funny, wasn't it? I mean D- Danny Rose was obviously you know getting his fair his fair shout of booze for for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, I mean just looking at it, obviously we saw it in in real time and and you were thinking, wow, that that. You know, it's obviously a little bit harder to be clear in the ground because you've not got the the angles and you you rarely get the replays. But it looked it looked a fairly obvious penalty, um, yeah. And and the replay really just does confirm that. Um, I mean, he just he it's, just completely just completely takes him out. Yeah, no intention for the ball, um, and and yeah, the referee took his time uh, uh, given that one, and I reckon. You know how they're like, oh, you know, I want to be sure, make sure, you know, play any kind of possible advantage. Um, but I reckon he had the assistant in his ear just be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Do, do, yeah. I, re- do I need to tell you? Like, well, yeah. And it wasn't a case of him going to look at the monitor. It was the guy in his ear, wasn't it? Being, just going, just, just yeah. give the penalty. Just... <laughs> He's just GBH'd him. Like, you know? Honestly, um, yeah. Yeah, so obviously it was given after a little while, not too long. Um, I wasn't feeling hugely confident about Alba scoring. Ben Foster's a big guy, um, and Alba has, uh, you know, he missed against Martinez. He obviously ended up getting the goal, but that wasn't a great penalty. And this one was a little bit worse, I thought. Yeah, he, he was trying to send it straight down the middle, maybe slightly to the left. And to be fair, good save from Foster because the, the ball, he's Dove Divin. He's what? He dove, that's it. He dove past it and he's had to reach did back. Say, did you say Divin? Yeah, I was like, Dove, Divin. <laughs> Divan. Um, jumped, leaped anymore. Um, but yeah, he's gone past the ball and he's had to obviously bring his hand back. And, you know, that could have easily have just gone through his hand. Hmm. Yeah, I think it. I think it wasn't great. I don't think it had a lot of conviction. Um, if I feel like if I was to take a penalty, it'd probably look a little bit like that, you know. Um, not really in the corner, not really to the sides, oh, yeah. just uh, but not not in the middle either. Just kind of in that spot that you know, especially as I say, Ben Foster being a big guy, he's got a good chance of getting something on it, isn't he? And he's he's quick down to the rebound as well. Um, so that was. Chance number two, Albert yeah. cost us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who is yeah. our uh, next penalty taker then? Because I be don't like her, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then Pepe. But obviously, he's not getting game time at the moment. 
And then no. Maitland-Niles with his little uh, cheeky little step-up penalty. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think Lacazette's record for Arsenal is actually quite good. Compared, hasn't he? Has he not missed one? No, I don't think he has. I don't think he's missed one. Uh, do, you know, do you know how many Aubameyang has missed? What, for uh, us or generally? For, for Arsenal. Two or three? It's uh, four out of 13. Oh, that's... Four. That's not well. Two of them have been the last two games. So yeah, his last two, last these last two penalties he's missed. So yeah, yeah but that's but you know, Arteta said if he still wants to take them, he has no intention of changing unless he know. gets unless he gets fouled for them because that's the Arsenal rule. If you get fouled for a penalty, you can't take the penalty. It's oh. um it's three out of ten on average. Hmm. Probably wants to do a little bit better than that. Um. Yeah, I'm just seeing if I can get the statistics up for for um, Lacazette. Um, I'm on that transfer marked site. Oh yeah, which has everything, but I think it just shows penalty scored. I don't know if it shows total. Anyway, well, waste any time on it. Um, yeah, I, I think if he misses another one, Lacazette, or particularly as Lacazette seems to be playing a lot, I think he'll be in with a with a real shout. Pepe seems to be good at him, but Pepe just can't get anywhere near the pitch at the moment. So, um, thankfully, yeah, bit of a non non starter. Um, after that, second half, best chance probably the the Gabriel header. Um, yeah, Foster's, that was a very good save. Actually. That was a brilliant save. Um, or was that still the first half? Actually, I think that was still in the first. I think half. it was the first half. Yeah, um, but yeah. Very pleasing to see Gabriel rising like that. I mean, we know he's good in the air. We know he's tall. We know he's got a good leap on him. Good um, connection as well. Not like uh, Partey's header. <laughs> yeah, his goal. Off his shoulder. Yeah, um, good, good header. Um, yeah, I mean, he couldn't... I don't think he really could have hit it much better than that down into the ground. Um, yeah. And you just have to say it's a, it's a very good save, isn't it? Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, we were we were right behind it in the in the grounds, and mm-hmm. uh, I remember thinking, "Ah, oh, shit, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one." I don't think anything else came from it. Um, nah. Yeah, nah. and then into the second half, uh, and I suppose this is this is where it all it all gets a bit mad from a conversational point of view, isn't it? Um, where do we start with this? So let, let's just go through it, shall we? So I've got the, got the highlight up here. It's, it's a cross from Lacazette, first of all, which Alba goes to head, misses. It's headed out. Saar gets the touch, lays it off to the big Watford guy. I think he's the one that gets sent off. Maitland-Niles runs into him. That's the first point where... And pundits have been really split on this, whether that's a foul or not. I mean, do you think yeah. that's a foul, first of all? No. I I personally thought it was a foul. Yeah. Uh, I thought he got there late and he's it's not I don't think it was a case of overpowering him. I think he just went straight through him. Yeah, I don't know that he meant it. Uh I do think it's a foul though. I think mm. if if that happens to us, I think we'd be annoyed. Yeah. Um because he's 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 never near the ball, is he? Um it, there's there's an element of accidental you know, play to it, and that's that's fair enough. Um, but yeah, I th- I, it's certainly one that can be given. Put it that way. Um, so yeah, he plays the ball back to is it uh, Kuka? Um, he passes forward. Ben White intercepts it. Decides to go on a little little dribble. He does past, that, but a yeah, lot. and he's he pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he did. Well, he he did that a lot throughout the day actually. And um, he goes. He uh, ends up being tackled by Sissoko. Um, and then the ball falls to Smith Rowe, bangs it in the bottom corner. Um, Beautiful touch. Yeah. Did it take a deflection, the goal? People seem to be really yeah. split. Yeah, it it's a little deflection. Very. Uh, if I anything, thought... the deflection was going, well, also, I think, in Smith Rowe's favour, because it could have hit the post otherwise, but it was going towards the keeper. But it was just a, such a good shot. He was never going to get there. Yeah, yeah, no, he's taken it brilliantly. It was really hard to tell on the day whether it did take a deflection. I think it. I think if it does, it's a very small one. Um, what do you mean? We had a giant screen right next to us. You could see. No, it's yeah, but it's not like the other goals where it's very clear that the ball's taken a different flight path. Um, if it has taken a deflection, it's a very minor one. I think. I think it's probably still going in. 
Um, but yeah, great hit. And then obviously the moment of contention is what happened before that with... Um, so it's Danny, Danny Rose has got the ball, isn't he? On the, I think it's just outside. It's not in the highlights, unfortunately, but just outside the area. Lacazette's pressing him and he sees someone's gone down. I'm not sure who went down. Do you know who went down? I'm not sure who went down. Um, it's a Watford player. And you can see, because I saw the analysis on this the other day. The player is down. Danny Rose kicks the ball out. And then pretty much immediately, the guy gets back up. And you, if you look at Danny Rose, Danny Rose is signalling with his Get back down. Him to stay yeah. down. Um, yeah. Now, that was it, because... You actually, I was watching it, obviously, at home. Um, I'm pretty sure that you see the player that went down in the on the screen uh, just up again before the ball's even back out. Mm. So it, I think that is where Arsenal are saying, well, obviously, he's up now. Why are we going to play it back? Um, yeah. You know, that was, if anything, Danny, Danny Rose's fault. Um, you but know, if, if the Danny- guy's... I'll let you, I was say if if he stayed down, I'm sure Arsenal would have played it back after he got treatment. But my point is, Danny Rose had such a bad game. Was it actually kicking the ball out, or was his pass that bad? Because <laughs> he had an atrocious game. Was he kicking it out, or was it just a really bad pass? Yeah, Saka made him his bitch that day, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think first of all the tackle from because oh, I've got it up now. It was a tackle from. I'm pretty sure it's the Conga. Um, I think that tackle's okay. Um, but yeah, it's one of those positions where, you know, Rose is about two feet from the, uh, the go- well, what's the, what's the line called next to the, the touchline? The touchline. Um, so he is in a position of pressure. So, you know. He can't just knock it out there and expect us to give it to the keeper and us to just, you know, head back to our half or whatever. Um, but I think also it was something I think the pundits touched on as well. It's we've always been, I don't know, maybe just, we've never been kind of tough enough to to do the, the nitty gritty in a game. And we, you know, it's still nil nil. We, we need a goal. It's not exactly a clip. Like the guy, the player never received treatment. He's already back up. The ball, for all we know and care, the ball's just been played out. You know, yeah. he's he's cleared it. Like you said, he was being pressured. Danny Rose, you know, he could have just kicked it out. Obviously, mm. it's going to be contended and whether we should have played it back, you know, is up in air. But yeah, well, and- the, the pundits disagree quite heavily on it i think um not as much as the pundits as much as ranieri his rant about give me the ball back give us the ball back was absolutely hilarious <laughs> he was so upset about it but as jules said we've been accused of being like spineless toothless for so long like it's nice that we actually have a decision go our way for once like yeah it's mm. like we we've always been the whipping boys we've got no like backbone at all like fine look we've shown a bit of backbone and i i still think like some of the tackles i saw some from the watford boys were quite hard and then we barely touched a few of them and they went down like a sack of shit mm. there was so many t- i think there was a have you got the stats on how many fouls were given in the game well there was lots of yellow cards in the bloody game i was doing run and tally there were i think we had three or four didn't we, we? we had we had four yellow cards they had three yellow okay, cards. okay we, we had what do you want to guess how many fouls did we have uh, well, against and then we're us, committed. Yeah. 10. 15. 6. Oh. Uh, oh okay. 12. I was going to say 12 as well. 19. Wow. Oh, that is a lot. Wow. Wait, that so we, we only gave away six fouls and four of them were yellow cards. I think so. That makes um, no sense. Ponga, Tomiyasu, Alba, Gabriel. Yeah, they obviously had King, Kuka, Sissoko. Cooker again, yeah, and so. and Tommy Tommy's one was based on the amount of fouls he'd given away at that point. So that means I thought Tommy's one was a yellow. In yeah, it, w- it was a yellow. Um, uh, I can't remember Alba's yellow to be honest. Um, 
But yeah, there were there was a lot of there was a lot of fouls from Watford. I think we can agree on that. Um, and yeah, I suppose we'll we'll come to Kuka in a bit. Um, but yeah, that, that, those certainly weren't going our way. Um, after that, oh, I suppose the the next moment oh. was, uh, was Ramsdale. What did we think of that? I tell you what, it was obviously you were in the stadium watching it, literally um, above him, literally above it. Yeah, yeah it was. So, right but what you us. don't see is that so that the the coverage on Sky Sports or BT or whoever showed it um, was a close up of Ben White and is it King? Um, and then suddenly out of nowhere, Ramsdale just comes into the into the shot and I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. He misses it like an absolute howler. And I'm just like, oh, this is one one. This is it. Like architects of your own downfall or whatever it's called. Yeah, um yeah. but it, it was a lucky escape. Yeah. I mean did he need to come flat? I don't think so. He's no he, like Ben White's there, they're quite close to the to the end of the pitch he's not got the space evidently yeah. because josh king couldn't convert it yeah and and that's it exactly it shows what a tough angle it was because you know yeah you can say he should have scored because it's an open goal and i suppose there's some truth in that but that's not an easy one with oh. the pressure on it was a hard angle um and but the fact that it was a hard angle as you sort of say, really does does suggest that there maybe wasn't the the requirement for Ramsdale to come out there. Yeah, yeah he he completely missed it. I I felt a little bit sick when that happened because I was how many times did I say while well, sitting next to you, we need a second goal, we need a second goal. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. that happened. I was like, oh no, no, no. And I almost said during the game, what I've loved about the uh, the team lately is we don't switch off. And I'm I'm happy I didn't say it to you at one point because mm. I would say that has been one of the strongest points of us this last few games as we don't switch off. How many times have we seen where we'd give a goal away but just before half time because we switch off with like 30 seconds mm. to go and that seems to be like not happening. And then Ramsdale comes up from absolutely out of nowhere and misses the ball completely. And we were very lucky. Was there a runner into the box as well? No. Did he, he mm. swear it? No. Otherwise, he probably would have squared it yeah. over going for that angle. There's, there is uh, Ishmael Assar, but he's got Gabriel and I think that's Tavares yeah. in front of him. And he's also got potentially Maitland-Niles behind him as well. Mm. And the other guy isn't reaching him from there. <laughs> um, no, but it just stops the pass back behind as well. Yeah. Um, there is... Is it... Kucho. I'm not going to try and pronounce his name again. Kucho, yeah, Kucho's on the other side, but he's he's way too far away. Um, so yeah, that wasn't great. Didn't love that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think that was an isolated incident, though. It was it wasn't a trend we saw throughout the game. It was yeah. just a, it was a moment of madness. And yeah, was... and look, Ramsdale got Arsenal's Player of the Month for October, and deservedly so. <clears throat> And he's put in some huge performances. Obviously, a little bit lucky with that one, but um, you know he's a very, he's a very young keeper, and there will be there will be mistakes. Um, obviously, just very pleasing that, that this one wasn't punished. I think um, I think Erdegaard's goal was before that, though, so I think we've missed that. Um, so obviously, Erdegaard came on for Lacazette, 69th minute. Um, I don't think the goal is in the highlights. No, it's not. Um, which is annoying. It's strange. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, if I remember correctly, I think the ball breaks maybe around the edge of the box, and he sort of he sort of takes takes his man to the right, doesn't he? And he hits it across goal. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's it, as I say, it's a little bit difficult without the replay, but it very much looked like it was going in anyway. Oh, it, it was definitely going um, in. Yeah, Alba's obviously. You know, I, I get it as a striker. He's he's stealing that all day long, and even more so after you know missing the penalty, having a bit of a tough day, and also uh, 
you know, essentially losing us the first goal as well. You can see why he would be desperate to get a goal to his name, but he's completely yeah. fluffed that, isn't he? Yeah, like you, you can understand, obviously, and it's a striker instinct to go for it, but also be aware of your positioning. You know that you are mm. miles offside. So it's, you know... It it didn't even need VAR. That was being that was overturned instantly. Whereas if he left it, it's either a goal or a goal kick, or yeah. you know, or off the post back into play. But because he took it, he eliminated all chance of anything coming from it. So yeah. it's it's one of those as you know, you he should have been more aware and uh, process that so much better. Yeah, and I, I think the worst thing is that, you know, Erdogan's had a bit of a tough month. It's not happened for him. He's lost his place. He's actually got a striker playing in, in his CAM role. Um, and he's come on, and he's actually scored a really good goal. Um, and it's, you know, it will still help a bit that he's put it in the net and he knows that, but it's still not the same as actually having that on the score sheet, is it? And I think that would have been a nice boost for his confidence that he won't, you know, he won't get, unfortunately. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's obviously had a tough one of it. Um, but Jamie, you look shocked. Do you, do you disagree with that quite heavily? No, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm reading the notes and I just noticed something that I didn't hear of before. So I'm quickly uh, researching it before we get to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, sorry. Sorry, you were saying, George? Um, yeah, I was going to say, obviously, he, we brought him in because we, we needed that attacking playmaker, but, you know, signed 30 mil and then, you know, suddenly Smith Rowe probably one of the best players in the league right now <laughs> yeah killing it killing it uh we'll come on to smith in a little bit because obviously there's been some news on him mm. since um jamie you wanted to talk about watford's chance at the end i was did watford have a big chance again that was the, the chance i was talking about with yeah. oh right, right 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 yeah um so yeah so the only other thing was was kuka being kuko kuko who knows being sent off and yeah as, as we say 19 fouls and he's just absolutely taken them out again. So have to enjoy that. Um, yeah, pleasing day. I, I actually think 1-0 is quite a positive scoreline. Obviously, you know, I'm not sitting here saying I, I didn't want the extra goals. Obviously, you want the extra goals, and we very much should have had them. But at the same time, it is nice to say that you've kept the other team out completely. And there are a lot of positives in that. And Ramsdale has kept quite a few clean sheets now. I know he's, he's conceded a few as well, but generally, you know, he's not let many in at all. Um, I mean, actually, if, you, if you look at the table, uh, so he came in in the fourth game, I think. Is yeah. That right. Yeah. He's not um, lost since he's come in. Well, yeah, not, not only that, but we conceded, what, two against Brentford, two against Chelsea, Five, five. City, nine goals. So he's conceded four goals in eight games. That's very, very good. You know, and... but Leno's nine and three. But obviously, you've got you've got to be fair in that he played City and Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know, of course, and 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 also Leno did it with you know Kalasanac as a makes makes oh. back in the in the back three and. Chambers and holding and all kinds of crap going on. And Tommy and, and the Brentford game not shouldn't have actually happened. I'm never going to get over that. If we get fucked over at the end of the season by three points for like European spaces, I'm still going to put it on the fact that we should not have been up. We should not have been forced to play the Brentford game with such a depleted squad. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, from those angles, the comparisons are harsh. But at the same time, you know, Leno's conceded three goals a game. Uh, Ramsdale's conceded. Point five, so yeah, pretty clear who. Yeah, it's clear who the number one is. Um, it's going to take a lot for Leno to get himself back into the starting eleven for the Premier League. Yeah, and um, Ramsdale's. This is a fun one. I'm going to give another question. Ramsdale's percentage of long passes completed. What do you reckon? Eighty-five. Oh, no, gonna... no, it's not that high. I'm okay. going to go. I'm going to go seventy-six. Sixty-nine. Hey, nice. That's, that's pretty good. That's really good. And also, when he takes a long pass now, you sort of, I don't know about you, but I sort of think, oh, where's this going? You know? 
Whereas with Leno, you you knew where it was going, and that was they're, the stance. They're really good though, as well. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like low and really powerful. Like they just fly parallel to the ground. They're, yeah. yeah, they're quite they're quite flat. Yeah. As I said, said during the Watford game, he hasn't been able to do any of those today, and they're such good pinpoint passes. Um, I'm I'm still so happy we signed him. I, I said it. He had such a great record. Like player of the season, each season he got relegated. It's just because he had a weak defence, and we seem to have sorted out the fence. Did you see the um, the quote about the uh, defending from um, uh, from him? Quote. Yeah, he said that they love defending. Arsenal love defending. Um, even if it's KT or um, Nuno playing, there's moments in the game. Where, there was a moment in the game recently where Ben White came up to him and was like. Every time you make a save, I want to punch you in the face. You make me that happy. <laughs> like that's nice. a. I mean, I've I've done nights with both of you two, and they've gone absolutely amazing. And I've wanted to punch you in the face with joy. So I understand it. Yeah, it's um, it's quite a rare treat as an Arsenal fan to um, have you know a good run. I'm trying not to say too much and be too positive because you don't want to jinx it. But you mm-hmm. know, we are now unbeaten in you know since those opening three games we're now unbeaten in eight yeah well unbeaten 10 10 consecutive games so across all all cups uh eight in the league yeah and it brings me on to uh the stat that i worked out for myself and then john johnny was just like oh yeah you could just find it out on transfer market (laughs) but uh from, How long yeah. did you spend doing the maths? I, I like the idea that you, you know, took the day off work and just sitting there with your whiteboard, <laughs> crunching numbers. Like no, I, I, I knew professor. we were. I knew. <laughs> I, I was just checking that nobody else had uh, taken off because I see it. Right. If you basically take out those three games of the last day, Arsenal would be top of the league. We've taken the most mm. points. 20 yeah. from uh, 24. 24 yeah. and Chelsea uh, 19 yeah well it's, it's a I mean it's a tremendous run to go from 20th to three points off second uh, in you know two and a little bit months basically nine weeks or so isn't it um, mm. you factor in the that international break is it's so so good um, you know it was looking really bad for Arteta and it, it certainly isn't now um, man of the match Maitland-Niles Agree with that? Oh, definitely. Um, what was the the quote he said when he wanted us to leave in the in the summer? I just want to be somewhere where I'm loved. Uh, he was Something definitely like that, yeah. he yeah. was definitely loved. Definitely did a, a very good performance. Um, yeah, it's good that he's. I was gonna say it's good that also in an interview he said he's like that's in the past. Now he's committing to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be difficult to see where we go from here because um, I did. Is he still going to be just used in a rotational capacity mm. uh, with Partey, Xhaka, Lukonga? Um, well, yeah. don't forget in six um, in January he, there's going to be six weeks without Partey and um, Elneny. Elneny. So yeah. yeah. So there is a good Elneny's chance. fifth if... choice though. Now I think he's kind of yeah. he's kind of done really. Um, Depends on Xhaka when he's actually coming back. You know. Could be, you know, fingers crossed. There's no delays, but, but also that the yeah. the way we're playing and the well, I mean, obviously Partey would be gone, uh, but the the way we're playing, would you even want to mix it up too much and bring, you know, the wild card of Xhaka back in? I was literally going to say odds on bets that he gets sent off within his first three games of coming back. Yeah, he was enjoying his time at home. <laughs> No, I th- I think he'll go straight back in as soon as he's fit because it, it's it's a it's such a young team, and without um without Aubameyang as well, you know if Party's not there, that literally just leaves um Lacazette. Everyone else is you know twenty four or younger. I think Maitland Niles was the third oldest player in our team on Saturday at twenty four years old. Also, we're probably going to come up to the transfer chat in a bit. Uh, there's probably a good chance we might not even have Lacquer at that point. So, yeah, mm. Mm, I'm not so sure. I, I I don't see us doing well. Anyway, we'll come on to that, I guess. Um, yeah. So, 
make the Nas man the match. That was good. Oh, we're talk about Smith Rowe, didn't we? Yeah. What what a week he's had. I mean, it has seemed long overdue, this call up, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, but he definitely deserves it. But my main concern is, um, again, he's a young player. Um, part of me doesn't want him to play. Part of, part, I, I'm enjoying, I think our run's doing so well because we're not in Europe, so we're not overplaying our players with the travel and everything. So for him to be in the squad, it does worry me a little tiny bit. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm really, really happy for him. And we actually do have 15 players away on it national duty this week. Yeah, which is a lot more than before. Um, Ramsdale's in the squad, isn't he? Yeah, in I think he'll get a start. He'll get a start. Mm. Yeah, we've got Ramsdale, um, Saka, and Smith I don't think Ben White got. No, unfortunate for Ben White, especially when you can when you look at how abysmal Harry Maguire has been. I mean, John, John Stones is good, sure. Um, Tyrone Mings got dropped by Aston Villa, and yet he gets in. Yeah, and Martin got dropped by Aston Villa. It... Who did? That they, they they sacked their manager. What's his name? Oh, uh, Dean oh, Smith. Dean Smith. Yeah. Dean Smith, not Dean Martin. Why did I say Martin? Dean Martin. Dean Martin. <laughs> Wasn't he part of the Rat Pack? Yeah, I mean, centre-backs in the squad, Connor Cody, Harry Maguire, Tyrone Mings, John Stones. I don't yeah. see the point of Connor Cody or... Cody um, just doesn't play. Cody's there as a, a bit of a sort of workman, isn't he? Um, you know, someone who's a bit of a general, but he doesn't get on the pitch, so what's the point, you know? Um, yeah, I think I think Ben White is not far off because he's so good and his runs are exhilarating. Um, he's he's going to open up teams in a way that Harry Maguire can't. I get that it doesn't matter against San Marino or whatever because you know anything can open them up. But, Harry Maguire, uh, yeah, Harry Maguire opens his own team up. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, how pleasing is Man U's run of form, by the way? Gosh. Mm. So good. So oh, good. I'm absolutely loving it. Just the fact that they are absolutely dive bombing and we've we've done so well recently. Brilliant. Do you think yeah. Ollie's got long? A quick little side note. Oh, he's better. I mean, what was it? The Tottenham game. He he beat them, didn't he? So he Yeah. So yeah. he I think he bought himself a little bit extra, but with the way they're playing in, in the Manchester Derby, it's a I don't know. It's can you sack him for a result that you're expecting? <laughs> yeah, and and some United fans feel you know two 0 wasn't that bad. Yeah, uh, but the game was that bad. They were mm. nowhere near it. Absolutely nowhere near it. Yeah, Man Man City were a bit too nice in that game. I mean, if they were playing against us, they would have scored five. But obviously, against United, they were being a bit bit nicer for some annoying reason. They could have scored more. Um, again, they need a striker. Man City. Well, I meant, oh, who was I reading an article from? But I think they were saying that they'd be a far worse place if it weren't for De Gea. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he, you know, their 2 0 would have probably, they were saying it could have been like 4 5 if it weren't for him. Yeah, um, he and, made and some great saves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're constantly having to rely on him um, to bail them out, but they're not doing the business at the other end. And you think, the players they've got I mean they've got Ronaldo back yeah he's 36 but he's still undisputedly one of the best players in the world yeah and he's single-handedly saving their Champions League campaign isn't he yeah literally um, he may yeah. not have scored quite as many in the league um I'm just trying to get the top scorers up I think he scored less than Alba he scored less than, than, he scored yeah. less than Smith Rowe yeah he's on um, Smith Rowe our top scorer in the league, I believe so. Oh no, they've scored the same amount now. Yeah, four. So uh, joint sixth, yeah, Bruno, Fernando, Smith Rowe, Firmino, Ronaldo, Alba, Zaha, Son, etc. Who is top? It's good. Oh yes, Salah. Salah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I was watching the goals of the month compilation on um, match of the day, and Salah. I think Salah had three in there, and you're looking at him, you just think, "Fuck, man." <laughs> He's so yeah. good. He's so good. Um, but yeah, yeah, we've sort of gone on the sidebar again here. Very pleased with Smith Rowe. Um, I'm not too worried about the games because also it's two games, not three, this international mm-hmm. break. That does matter. Um, and also he's not going to be playing tons of football 
in no. this trip. I, don't uh, think. I think he'll um, either come on as a sub or come off as a sub. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd like for him to get on the pitch because I think that would do wonders for his confidence, even though that's already very much heading in the right direction. Um, it was interesting. Uh, I think it was... Who, who did we play before? Was it Leicester where um, uh, Arteta said, oh, he's he said something in, along the lines of, you know, he's sort of cleaned up some areas of his life and Smith Rowe was asked about it and he, he said, oh, yeah, I think he meant my diet. Uh, and did you, did you see this? Yeah, it's uh, and he, and he was they, saying, he's got a chef now. Yeah, yeah basically, he was hitting the takeaways a little bit too hard, which and I, cho- I quite and chocolate. Yeah, and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's funny though that does happen when when I was at the Chelsea ground for their shoot, um, I went to the news agent after, and some youth, some youth players are in there. They're probably 16, 17. They had as much chocolate as they could physically hold. They had literally about 10 quid's worth of chocolate and sweets. So like, it does happen in football. You would think it wouldn't, but it does. I don't know, but have you seen what Conte's now done at Spurs? Uh, what, no shots? Not one. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's banned all condiments uh, from the canteen. Oh, right. So no, no sauces. But he's banned all condiments. Condiments. Co- condiments. Condiments. I, I was trying to do a little play on his name. Oh, shut up band or continents but away from this idiot's comments also um congratulations to gabriel getting into the brazil team for the first time yes yeah, yeah. well i mean gabriel's very <laughs> there's a lot of really exciting players in this team aren't there we, we can say that uh with a lot of confidence we've always said that this season will be you know a lot of up and down since those players have come back in there hasn't really been a lot of down to be honest apart from maybe the palace game wasn't wasn't too good um mm. And we are expecting a shift. You know, we're, we're in fifth at the moment. Obviously, Liverpool next, which is, you know, that's going to be a very tough game. Um, after that, the fixtures are up and down. I don't think they're too bad. But, yeah, we want to stay within distance of top four. Um, do you want to talk about goals for the season? We didn't have that on our, our little notes list. but Goals of the season? Goals for the season in terms of... Oh, where, for where the we... season. Yeah, yeah. But we've still got to be, and I think with the run that we're on, I think we've still got to be aiming aiming for Champions League, but settle for Europa. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, at the start, we said, you know, fourth place, extremely unlikely. Fifth would be great. And I, I, I don't want it to appear, to appear as though we've gone on this run and we now think that we're going to challenge the top three or whatever. We're not saying that. But the reason why I think top four is open it's because Man United are terrible and Tottenham yeah. are terrible. And we expected those Leicester teams... Leicester are terrible. Yeah, we expected those teams to really offer a little bit more. And, you know, I think Tottenham... Well, Tottenham will improve under Conte. They, they can't get worse, surely. No. Surely. Um, but whether they'll be... Whether they'll mount a serious challenge, I'm not sure. I think I think Kane is a, 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 a huge problem for them. Um, United... I mean, it's hilarious how good their team is on paper and how poor their manager is in practice. So as long as they as long as they keep him, who knows? Fourth is up for grabs. But having said that, West Ham seem to be oh, absolutely that... amazing. So I was waiting. For, I was waiting for West Ham to come up because I know they that... cannot carry this on. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's... What? Can we? But don't forget, we went through this what five years ago with Leicester, and we kept on saying Leicester will slip up. There is no way they're going to do this. Leicester will slip up, and they never slipped up. I'm not saying West Ham are going to do an, another Leicester, but I mean they are playing only, really well. They're only three points off the top, but the two. yeah, mm. three. Sorry, mm. I, I keep on saying our biggest benefit this season is the lack of Europe. What makes no sense considering how much we spent as well on this team. Um, but it really has been such a good benefit to us and we keep on every single game it's oh this is the next test this is the next test Spurs was the best was a big test and we come through it Leicester was a big test and we come through it mm. if we can come through Liverpool with at least a draw like I think I'd be happy with the draw unless Liverpool just don't turn up but they're at home you know oh yeah but Liverpool Salah is in the the form of his life. I mean, yeah. arguably, probably the only better, only player doing better than Smith Rowe right now. But don't forget, they've also just lost to West Ham and they drew against Brighton as well. So, yeah, 
Form-wise, we are the stronger team. Again, whoever gets hurt during these um, uh, this window, not window, um, international break. Yeah, international break. I mean, again, fifteen players away on it. Nash duty. Um, if we can come back with a fully fit squad, minus uh, Xhaka, who will be out till New Year, I still think we're in for a good good run. Um, I don't want to make one of my stupid bets, but. I'll, I'll say it anyway, just for, for the for the clicks. Uh, if we win the league this season, I will get trust the process tattooed on me somewhere. <laughs> I've still got the, I've still got the fifty pound bet with someone that used to go to my gym um, that we would finish top four, and I actually might message him to laugh at how bad United have been because I haven't seen him in a couple of months. Nah, because that's when it goes tits up. That would yeah, be when it goes tits yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. But, but but no, they're like the next couple of games, Liverpool. Newcastle and United. Obviously, Liverpool, you take the point. Newcastle, the way they're playing. New manager um, syndrome, though. Don't forget, new manager syndrome. It is at home, though. If they it were, even... if it were oh, away. yeah, Eddie Ho. Yeah, they've got him now. Eddie Ho? How? Sorry, how? <laughs> Why is mispronunciation such a huge theme for this podcast? <laughs> I don't think I've done any today, though. I, I think I've been good. <laughs> I think oh. we've we've left it for George. He's taken my role completely, taking yeah. notes and mispronouncing names. And then it's after that, all over it's the place. <laughs> United away. Yeah, but well, that's a big game because I yeah. think if they get spanked at home by us, oof, they'll be in trouble. Then Everton away as well. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Arteta, hundred games. Yeah, he's done all right, isn't he? He's done yeah. better than Banger. Yeah, but also Wenger won at the double in those 100 games. So it's it's a weird it's a weird comparison, isn't so it? So did Arteta, an FA Cup and a Community Shield. I, <laughs> I, I'm literally about to jump. I'm going to jump in an Uber and slap you. That was so bad. <laughs> yeah, for fuck's sake. Oh, well, though. you know, they happened a couple of weeks apart. I, I fully support that, that jibe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it, is it 54, 54 wins? Uh, yeah, he's got 54 wins. Uh, Wenger have 51. But uh, number one of that uh, is uh, George Graham with 56 wins after his first 100. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm just did, trying to get... Did Emery even get to 100 games? No. Yeah. No, no, he didn't. No, he wasn't in this long. A, I think they have two, two, two and a half seasons. No, when did when did Arteta join? Twentieth December. Okay, so not quite two years just yet. Um, I'm just trying to get Arsenal Wenger's win percentage. That would be interesting. Oh, but don't okay. forget the last three seasons will shit the bed on that. But are you talking total or the first 100? Because it would be a very easy mm. one to work out if you're talking of the hundred. No, no, <laughs> no! I was trying to find the total percentage. Okay, what, what, what do you reckon it is, higher or lower? What we're we talking total or a hundred of what? Total, so just just total win percentage. Oh, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be lower because of the last three seasons. No, I think higher than fifty-one percent. I reckon 51. maybe fifty. Well, his obviously his first one hundred win rate was. Um, Oh no, so so I'm saying I'm saying higher than Arteta or lower than Arteta. Oh. oh. I'm gonna say Fanger was still higher. Mm-hmm. I'm saying lower. I'm saying lower because of the last few seasons. 57.25%. Okay. That's good. Or, That's but really you, good. You are comparing three seasons to 21. Uh, yeah, yeah, which which is what I'm saying. Wenger's is oh yeah, that would make sense. That would make mm. sense over yeah. What's interesting though, uh, Unai Emery's fifty five percent. What about Limburg? But that's because that's uh, Limburg's are sixteen percent. Yeah, well he won one in six, didn't he? Oh, you remember? I mean, we're going way off topic here, but you remember when he? I think his first game was Norwich, right? And uh, it was trending on Twitter, <laughs> Lundberg out, wasn't it? Before he did, before he'd even done a game. So remember you saying, George, you can't sack the interim. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he get his first win against West Ham? Oh, I'm not sure. 
Not yeah, sure. I think it was. I think it was three one. Um, but did yeah, say, did you say first win? Wasn't it his only win? Oh yeah. I think. Um, I think the thing with Arteta is the reason why his win percentage is lower is because he's had. He's had a few. Emery had a really bad run towards the end, right? And that lost him his job. Arteta's actually had a few of those. And he just about survived last season by basically just chucking Smith Rowe and Martinelli in the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's had, obviously, a bad one this season as well and, and, and points before that too. So, um, yeah, he's... I guess like Ollie, he's managed to cling on to his job and they, they've had patience. Mm-hmm. It seems to be working at the moment. I'm, I'm still iffy long-term, but at the moment it's going well. Um, what else did you want to talk about? Invincible's documentary. When's that? that oh, that's out tomorrow, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They they, had um, the, the premiere they had the, was... Last night. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yes, it was. Mo Farah went. Everyone went. <laughs> yeah. Everyone went. Forget. Forget the likes of Banger and Dean and Seaman. Mo Farah, that's who we want. Yeah. But did you see the main quote that came out of it is that he admitted that he should have left sooner? Oh, he I regretted is it, but not as in left to do whatever. He said, um, you know, the likes of Madrid or something, as in much, much sooner. Mm. Like he wasn't just talking about going off to work for FIFA. Um, I think it's around the Cronkies coming in that he maybe regrets a bit. Um, but yeah, we should see that. Should we go see it? Yeah, yeah we're going to see it at some point. We, we could do a little little bonus podcast. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to do bonus podcasts about um, the All or Nothing series when it starts as well. So we might oh, as well yeah. get more when's, content. When, when's that out? First uh, of January, I think it starts. Is it? Wow, is that soon? Start? Oh, what have we got to wait? I like to binge things. Oh no, it's it's. I think it's weekly. Ugh, when he... that annoys me. <laughs> I, I'm I'm so looking forward to that. I'm I'm especially after these um, last ten games. I just can't wait to see. Um, and I don't know if I've got the timing right, but Smith Rowe's run of form has been since Jack Wilsh has been back at the team. So it's the the, the new number ten learning off the old number ten, starring mm. Mikel Arteta as himself. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh. But no, that, that will be a, a really interesting one to see and hopefully give a few answers. I'm just trying to find if there's a release date. I'm not sure that there is at the moment. Um did you uh see the summer 2022? Uh, what? Least. yeah. I thought it was it, it was January. But it would, they haven't filmed much yet, have they? They only started yeah. at the start of this season. So what are they going to put out? And January you, would be an odd time to bring it out because there's shitloads of football in January. Well, you would bring it out as a, like because you'd be halfway through the season, so you'd be catching up. Like The season's already gone by the yeah, time but obviously it comes to they, summer. They want to, you know, they'll storyboard it or they'll, they'll have a particular narrative that they want to portray over yeah the season. yeah yeah and that will depend on how the season goes probably. yeah yeah true um yeah okay um shall we do should we do some predictions for liverpool yeah um got there eventually <laughs> i think i think oh, i don't know <laughs> I want to be hopeful, but I, I do think that Liverpool will get back on track. And it, I wrote a bit close game, but I think maybe like a 2 1, 1 0. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to do a realistic and hopeful. So hopeful would be 2 1 win, realistic, <laughs> 2 1 loss. Yeah. Um, no, I think we have to take it out of context compared to the, the rest of the season because this is, I mean, look, re- this is one of the hardest grounds to go to. There's no question of that. Liverpool, they're not they're not in steaming form, but they're not in the form of last season either. They are still playing well. They've got they do have injuries, but again, it's it doesn't seem to be huge names like it was last season. It's more um, Elliot and Jones and guys like that. And I think maybe Firmino's injured, um, but then Yotta's done pretty well. So yeah, I, I think I think two 0 or three one. Um, to Liverpool, yeah, yeah, we're looking at yeah. 
I think a 3-1 I'd be disappointed with, yeah. um, considering how well we have defended uh, and the form that Ramsdale's been in. But mm. just generally, that those three, Ramsdale, Smith, uh, not Smith, Ramsdale, Gabriel and White, um, I'd be disappointed with 3-1, but... Would you would you keep the lineup the same? Maybe I'd look to bring Tierney back for this one. Do you think? Yeah, because yeah. uh, he's you know he made the bench for the last game against Watford, but he's had the international break. I'm assuming he's not gone anywhere with Scotland. Uh, let me have a look one second. He no, I think is, he has. He has gone with Scotland. Yeah. He has got. Um, Moldova on Friday and then Denmark on Monday. Mm. Okay. Yeah. They they don't care about his fitness. They're always playing. They play both. That's the thing as well. They play him and Robinson. So yeah. Well, I think, I think the clearest one for me is Partey has to come back in. Um, If if he's looking at potentially playing uh, against South Africa, then he must be close. So I I think he has to come back in. I think, Maitland-Niles did well, but this is a completely different task. Um, and I think we need a little bit of experience somewhere in the middle. Um, so I, th- I think Partey, absolutely. Um, given the game Maitland-Niles had against Watford, would you potentially look at Partey and Maitland-Niles over Partey and Laconga? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I would, no, that's, that's a good shout, actually. Maitland-Niles had a better game than, than Laconga yeah. did. I'd say that Lukonga was decent, but he did also lose the ball a few times in the middle mm. um, in ways that almost cost us. Um, so maybe, maybe. Um, Tierney, I think maybe with Tierney, it comes down to how much he plays for Scotland because um, he's obviously not played a lot of football. There is, there is also something appealing to seeing Salah versus Tavares. I think that could be a, an interesting duel. Um, mm. Tavares is also away on international duty, just so you know. Yeah, okay. Where's he from? Uh, he's playing for the Portugal under-21s. Uh, yeah. He's got Cyprus on Friday and Cyprus again on Tuesday. Yeah. What? They're doing uh, home and away fixtures against Cyprus. Oh, okay. Back-to-back fixtures. Right. Um, but yeah, you probably wouldn't change anything else, I don't think. I think, I think Partey <laughs> and maybe Tierney, TBC on, uh, on how he does. I think uh, as long as we don't get... As long as we don't get smashed, as, as I'm hopeful, I don't want after all this good work for us to lose three or five nil, and then it's just yeah. doom and gloom. I don't think we will. I think we're in a good enough position now where we know what the strongest eleven is, and it's just tweaking and rotating that based on fitness and availability. But as long as the bulk of it is there, um, like if, if Partey can be back. You know what? I think we've got a strong chance of taking a point or sneaking a win. Um, even though I predicted we might lose, um, yeah, it just you know, it's football in it. You never know what's going to happen. As long as the two words Mike Dean aren't anywhere near the game, I'll be happy. Oh God! But, yeah. Oh. Uh, did anyone see uh, Balogun's goal by the way against Leicester uh, for the under twenty threes? No. Oh wait. Oh let wait. I'll post it one second. Have a look at that. It's his okay. first touch is absolutely. Is he's kind of like the um the way oh um oh shit. Here we go. Here's the mispronunciations going Ooh. on. Oh. Deepak Origi. Yeah. The way he's the way he's been scoring goals at the moment. Oh. By the way, we were um three nil down. Uh, in the 91st minute, uh, our co- goalkeeper got injured, so we were playing 10 men, and we came back to draw 3-3. Um, three, three. Yeah, just saw that. Did, uh, did Patino play? Uh, I don't think he did, actually. He's another exciting one, isn't he, that we'll hopefully see at some point. Um, yeah, to be honest, I don't think we will see him this season now. No, right? no, no, I th- no. No, I think I think he'll play in the um, squad against Sunderland. I think he'll be on the bench against Sunderland. I, I don't see him getting minutes, though. So. No, no, it's too soon. It's too soon. And yeah. he's, is he 17, isn't he still? Something like that. We just upgraded. No, he's we 18 up- now. We upgraded a um, our under-16 goalkeeper to the first team during the international break so he could train with the first team players. 
Right. I mean, it's not, not that many of them. I am not even going to try and pronounce. I've lost his name now, but it was it, nice, easy name to try and pronounce. And then I saw his surname. He's got three names. And I was just like, oh, I'm not even going to try it. Oh, um, Charlie Patino is giving uh, St. Albans City a shout out. You know, they um, they made it into the second round of the FA Cup. Yeah, they did. They're in the 10th saw... division. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, I saw people uh, storming the pitch after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the, 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 the second round's against Boreham Wood, who are local rivals, 4th December, so might be going to mm-hmm. that. Shikari were at the game. Um, a trash boat. Were they? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, right. Boromwood's Boron not too far from me either, so I wouldn't mind going to that. Yeah, let's make it happen. Go on the yeah. chat at St. Albans. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to cover today? Uh, George had one bonus topic that I had no idea what was uh, going on. Okay. But also, it was not, not that one. It was, um, have you seen, uh, is it Vla- Vlahovic? Oh, yes. From uh, Fiorentina. So basically saying, getting ready to say no to Arsenal. Obviously, he's on, you know, fire in uh, the Italian league. Uh, we, and we'd actually reached a uh, an agreement in principle, I think, with um, Fiorentina to act, is it activate? Well, actually, no, you don't agree to activate the buyout clause. Just to agree a fee of around 60, 65 million. Yeah, a lot. He's of- looking to, for, uh, he's waiting for other offers. A lot of cold water has been thrown on that. Um, so Fabrizio Romano has denied the report saying that Arsenal weren't in talks with Florentina. Oh, uh, really? And then Charlie Watts has also said that there's been no negotiations and uh, the player isn't even on our uh, transfer uh, watch list. Um, we, we're not looking at anyone ahead of the new year, but next year. Oh, really? I swear I read that from The Athletic. Uh, and James Benji also says that Arsenal are not actively targeting the guy. Okay, I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. Blahovic. But Blahovic. yeah, okay, the bonus topic. Uh, it was just something I was reading on the train this morning. Um, the Premier League has refused uh, permission for clubs to wear their away shirts on their Boxing Day fixtures uh, to support a campaign being run by the homeless shelter uh, charity Shelter. So, and what what's the grounds for that? It's basically no not wearing your home shirt to say um, about the homeless people. So no one's got. No, 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 no meant, I'm saying why, why, why did they say oh, no? Oh, commercial, isn't it? You have to wear your shirt a certain amount of times a season for. Oh, like that's yeah. the thing. That's why we have to wear our third shirt like five times a season. It's so ridiculous. Mm, I think yeah. there's probably going to be a lot of uh, click, uh, kit clashes as well. Uh, no, but, you do that. but like you said, you've got your you've uh, got shirts. three kits, yeah. So it's like you know, even if the the uh, away team wears their home shirt, if it clashes with the third, um, but it's I thought it was just a bit bit harsh because you know the the Premier League or the FA whoever said it, they were like, we've got no issue with the clubs supporting the campaign but it has to abide by the rules. I was like, well, how else are they meant to support it then if if they can't? I wouldn't mm. be surprised if they did special shirts where all the sponsorships changed for one season, for one, for one game. They just bring out all the shirts with shelter written on the front and then the teams can buy yeah, them and but then then... go to charity. I mean, that's a good, that's a good way around it. Uh, no, because I mean, then, how... you, then you've got twenty pissed off sponsors who pay. No, yeah, you'd have to you'd have to clear it with the sponsors. If the, oh, sponsors yeah, yeah. Aren't, the sponsors aren't on board, you know, it would be nice to say that it would just happen, but the sponsors have to be on board. So back, a, a back of shirt sponsor might be an option, but then the Premier League, I don't know if that's even allowed yet. We've only really just started getting sleeve sponsors. Yeah, maybe you a, have to maybe start wearing extra... headbands. Yeah, it'll be like NASCAR cars, ain't it? With like 40,000 sponsors on them. Basically, oh, yeah. the Premier League will not allow you to support charity unless it's commercially viable for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lovely. But yeah, it was just something I read on the train this morning. I thought that's a bit harsh, isn't it? Yeah, Mate, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be a good fan incentive to encourage fans if they have the away shirt to wear it. But other than that, I can't see what else they can do. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the the booking players when they celebrate, isn't it? You know, sometimes they 
take their shirt off and they've got oh. another shirt on underneath that says, you know, R.I.P. Mikey or whatever. Um, um, and they still have I- to book him. Actually, the Premier League has said that all clubs are allowed are permitted to change their sponsor for one game per season so that they can literally change it mm. with a, char- a charitable message. So, yeah, but the Premier League have said that it's that you know the Premier League don't get any money from the sponsors, I don't know. No, believe. but it's, it's, a, it's a rule that you can the Premier League clubs have are permitted to change their sponsors for one game and replace it with a charitable, charitable message, so they could oh, do that, okay. So I think I think it will just be a vote. Only two team, um, well, the, the only two teams named that asked for permission for it were Brighton and Wolves. Right. So I think if all twenty clubs, I, you don't forget, you got teams like Man City that live off the sponsorship from their own owners. So mm. they they pushed against the idea of um, from next season, your sponsors can't be do anything to do with your owners. Mm. So I guarantee teams like Man City who are just in it for the money will not want a, a charity-based theme. They want the sponsorship money so they can beat financial fair play like they did before. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I would buy that shirt because you know what I'm like. I would buy 40 shirts a season. Yeah, you buy every shirt. I would. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I think we'll leave it there for today. We will be back. Uh, it's Saturday the 20th, isn't it? The game, so maybe we'll be yeah. we'll have a podcast out hopefully on the Sunday. Uh, if we can get ourselves sorted out and lined up, um, Jamie, where can people find us? Uh, you can follow us on all of our social medias. Uh, so we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at gunner underscore chat. Don't forget to subscribe to us on everywhere you listen to your podcasts. Um, get the, the listens up and share us with your friends as well if you're an Arsenal fan. Maybe I'd we'll get you on the show. I'd hope you're an Arsenal fan if you're listening to this. Otherwise, you must be really bored. <laughs> or falling asleep like your girlfriend does. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely unrelated, but thanks, Jamie. <laughs> and on that note, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>